0: All right, welcome back to Training for
1: Manhood. It's Dan with Tyler, Will, and Ty. Um, And uh, we're back talking just about um, the business world. We did something on um, interviewing introductions. How do you get into the right place? How do you find the right place? And I thought you guys were... Um, fantastic. Um, I learned a ton. I, I now, I now realize why I didn't get hired at a lot of different places. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I did that. Now, did now that, we're all
2: thinking, it. maybe we should just go interview with some companies and just kind of get back in the game and
1: yeah. see what yeah. it feels <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. I got some great Test out now. some theories. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'll wear shoes next time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect. So now it's, it's, uh, you're, you're, you're at a workplace environment. Um, and uh, my next thought was, um, how do you navigate uh, the idea of um, moving up in a company? Um, what does that look like? Because I, I know one of the things that you were talking about before is, you know, um, being um, like a team player, the right environment, you know, kind of fitting into a place. But one of the things that you watch is there's, there's a lot of workplace politics and dynamics. Um, you know, <laughs> what do you do when somebody else takes credit for your work? Do you say, hey, wait, that's mine? Or do you, you, know, do you say, hey, you know, we're all in the same team, and so as long as we're all advancing – so I just kind of wanted to get your feel for and some thoughts about just that idea. If you're a young man, uh, you've been at a company, you know, whether it's three months or three years, um, what what does that look like to kind of figure out how do I promote myself to that next level? Um, and what does that mean? What does that come with, right? Because obviously a promotion uh, means that it's going to, you know, uh, do something different, right? It may be more mm-hmm. time, right? Because just because you get more money doesn't mean that you get to sp- put the same amount of time. And so I thought, you know, do you always want to advance or is there is there a level where you say, hey, I'm not willing to sacrifice that? So thought we'd have that yeah. conversation. Who wants to start?
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll chime in here. You know, last time Will made a good point of going to a company that is Growing, yeah, right? And I always think uh, – I had a mentor years ago who always talked about growth as oxygen, growth is oxygen. Mm-hmm. And so you – it allows you to make mistakes, allows you to innovate, but it also allows everyone to win mm-hmm. and go towards an abundant future, right? So there's a lot of power in that. Um, to me, I, I think it's rather than you know moving up in level or pay, what was always good advice that I received years ago, and I, I still fight with this to this day, is to chase – Critical experiences, not necessarily a job or a title. Okay. Um, An example, you could be an AP clerk, an accounts payable clerk, right? And you could do that at a startup company, which is an experience. Or you could do that at a really large Fortune 500 company, which is a different experience. Or you could do it at Enron, and a company no one knows who Enron is anymore. But (laughs) but a company that's going out of business, right? And you you could actually have multiple experiences in the same role, the same title, right? and so it's – what are those experiences that you want to be able to be successful at that next mm-hmm. level? If I want a critical experience of managing people and I want a critical experience of setting a vision or a strategy, right? Indirectly, that's like, oh, okay, well, that's what a director does or yeah. that's what yeah. this level does. But you're not talking about the level. You're talking about the experiences that you're trying to chase. And so I, that that's was always good. helpful for me. That's interesting, And yeah. when I people come talk to me about an experience they want – then, man, we could get really creative to give that experience to them if they're coming to me about like oh, I want to be a director. It's like, well, okay, I don't know if that makes sense, and it just it short circuits the the conversation. Yeah, or critical it, experience makes it fluid.
4: I think that's hits hits the nail right on the head. And I the along the same lines, I, I kind of think about it in the in the in the lines of focusing on the process instead of the outcome. Mm, and well, when well I so. started applying that to my my own career development, things things change in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. So we want to set goals. It's like an archer needs a target to aim at. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. if you get so consumed on the outcome, you get lost in your own personal development. So you want to look at ways that you can just uh, flourish, and that is developing yourself. It's putting yourself in positions of experience that will allow you to, to grow. It's... Mm -hmm. Uh, reading and reading and reading on your own time to develop skills that you want to hone in on. It's looking in the mirror and understanding your own strengths and your weaknesses, celebrating your strengths, working on your weaknesses, and asking for others' input on identifying blind spots. So it's constantly growing. Mm -hmm. It's accepting that, I think one of the most powerful words in business, I don't know. And people do not use that term enough because so many people go into yeah, well, situations so. mm-hmm. thinking, I got to project myself a certain way. Therefore, I got to always know the answers. But what that does, it actually hinders your own development. It, it hinders the process of growing. So when you don't know something, ask, I don't know. People do not expect you to know everything. So when you start unleashing the power of I don't know, you start learning. Mm-hmm. And you start growing versus, you know, You go into something, someone tells you something you're talking about a a deal you're working on and they use a term that you're not familiar with. Instead of glazing over past it, just say, hey, what does that mean? Then you have an opportunity to learn. And that person gets to describe it and then your personal development continues on. So I just think that's a a trait that's not utilized enough.
3: It's that's a great great point. Because one, it helps you learn in the business, but it also helps you Uh, we'll talk about that probably later, it helps you deal with challenging people, right? If you start asking questions to really understand, that's kind of the key to starting to work through some of those difficult Mm -hmm. relationships. So you you start building that muscle of, hey, I, I don't know, let me, tell me more. Tell me why you think that way. Walk me through why you came to that conclusion, right? And just probing into that, one, helps you learn the issue, but it also helps you deal with conflict yeah. down the road. Yeah. Not so, that that ever happens. No. <laughs> Someone if it did the illustrative example, <laughs> right?
2: somebody gave me the advice, very similar to what you just said, just chase enablement opportunities and the dollars will follow. And yeah. if you just continue to put your position, yourself yeah. in positions where you're going to learn, we're going to stretch, you're going to grow. Now there's some roles, especially right out of school that are heavy rotational type learning programs. And at some point you also want to actually do the work. But I think in general, if you can just focus on growing, you don't need to, um, have that mindset of stopping or feeling like you've learned everything you need to know for a very, very, very long time. Hopefully, never. And then, just to the promotion conversation, I, I think it's one of the most motivating things about work. I mean, as a competitive person that played sports all growing up, you know, it's just a way to. to have a mile marker of success. So I I always was really motivated by what would be my next role and what would I need to do to earn it. I think doing it in a way, though, that's not entitled and that's patient but Mm -hmm. still has that ambition is really important. So at a few companies now, I and some of my peers have put in a process for internal promotions, and not every company has this philosophy – but I think it works really, really well. So to break down promotion, the whole process into three categories. The first one is, have I earned the right to talk about a promotion? Okay. And that probably is a discussion with you and your direct manager. Am I doing a good enough job on a consistent basis to where this person thinks that I'm capable of taking on more? Yeah. The second one is then, am I starting to develop the skills necessary for my next job? Mm-hmm. So you may be a I see that's going into a manager, an individual contributor going to a manager. You may be somebody that's in one role that's now moving into a um, cross-functional opportunity, and so you're going to need to get some exposure to the next level. And uh, and so starting to learn whether it's through mentorship, through extracurricular activities, and then the third one that's probably most important for the Gen Z, millennial crew to get is is the business ready? There may be some natural things that the business has in place to safeguard these promotion cycles, i.e. they may only promote people at the start of every quarter or biannually, or they may not have headcount because there's a hiring freeze because of some macro business concerns. And so you have to understand that you actually might be ready for a promotion and your boss may think that, and you may have already had the exposure to the skills for the next role, but you may just need to sit tight for a little bit. And again, I made the comment in the interviewing podcast last week that, um, Great companies will always find a role for great people. I always think with great people that are in my organization, it's not a question of if they're going to get promoted. It's just a matter of when. And you've told me one time on kind of a spiritual thing that the Lord works sometimes in generations, Mm -hmm. sometimes in years. (laughs) And our timeline is usually what's next week, what's tomorrow. And so I think just having that healthy, it's like, all right, if this is instead of next month, if it's three months down the road – I'm going to be working for a very long time, <laughs> so I need to put that in perspective. Yeah, if but, I had yeah. a
3: if I had a do over, I think I would have. To your point, one chase critical experiences, so mm-hmm. to because that frees up new ways to grow, even if, it, if there isn't a direct promotion. But I, it seems like things happen like a year later, or six months later, <laughs> or maybe multiple years later than you want. Yeah. And and yeah. The, once you know through your walk with Christ or you know just the passions that you have of where you want to go i think that starts to change things too yeah. and and then you got to be willing to maybe do some things that aren't linearly yes. proper like yeah. i when i shifted from accounting to marketing that's not a well-worn path right. Right? Um, right both sides are scared of each other so i actually had to go backwards in role and backwards in scope because i knew if i didn't make that transition at that level everything was going to start to grow right. apart then it becomes going too forward 100. yeah but i also knew man I will be miserable being a CFO, and if I don't get off this train, then yeah. – not that I would have had that opportunity, but I just – I'm not wired that way. Yeah. Right? Tyler, to that point, my old boss used to say, things rarely travel in a straight
2: line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times it's this scatter where you're going up mm-hmm. a little bit, down yeah. a little bit, left, right? But then if you start looking back over quarters, years, you see decades, themes. you see the trend yeah. of up and to the right. Yeah. Yep. And that's, you know, hopefully the combo of the Lord being gracious in your life and you working hard and glorifying him. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
4: And uh, the topic of setting goals and understanding where you want to go, what you're trying to experience, I think one of the most important things, too, is to function within your own scorecard. Mm. And – what do you what do you mean by that? Like, well, so, I'm intrigued now. Yeah, that was, that so, was a good question. <laughs> so, yeah. so the idea is, what's the, the quote? Thief or a uh, comparison is the ultimate thief, thief of joy. Of joy. Yeah. And I think our society as a whole functions by looking at others and thinking, this is where I should be Mm in this point Mm -hmm. in life. As opposed to where should I be, not where should time be. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So you set your own goals and you're, it's like all four of us here can sit here and talk about uh, things that we want to accomplish and how business works. But in the end, all four of us have four completely different goals and objections, objections and ways we want to spend time, money, resources, what we want to do in our careers. And that is awesome. And that's how it should be. So if you're focusing on your own scorecard, when you see other, someone else getting promotions or pay raise, or they're talking about deals are getting done, you know, I tell people to divide by two, if they're talking about, you know, all these uh, yeah. ain't reality. Um, so you can get all this noise and focus in on your own goals because what ends up happening, I see with, I've seen in my own self, but also in others that I've I've talked to uh, younger than me, when you start comparing yourself and thinking you're off path mm-hmm. be, based on what other people are saying, which might not be true, you start making decisions that are not in your best interest. Yeah. So that could be jumping jobs yeah. or going Take it, into yeah. a, Take a, a, short a career yeah. that you don't want to be, but you think you should true. do. I had um, a friend of mine, literally, he bought a house at Few weeks ago, I'm like, "Why did you do that? Like, that was that wasn't a good decision." I don't think he asked me for my opinion. This wasn't, uh, but even if unsolicited. He yeah, and he goes, "I just felt like I had to do something yeah, like yeah. that." Yeah. that you doesn't know. make sense. Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. stick stick. You know, stay in your lane. Yeah. and I think that's really important to remember. Uh, on that
2: piece, you, you talked about mm-hmm. you know maybe shortcuts or mm-hmm. or you know trying to get somewhere too fast. I do think that there's something to growing your career the right way too. Mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of people who have left companies where things were great, they were well respected and they chased some big salary, some big title and they were ill equipped for that. And there was one situation very recently, somebody left um, an organization that I was a part of for a 80% pay raise, which sounds amazing. Super exciting. Yes. Four months later, they got let go. Oh yeah. And now they're struggling and they're, they're at a point where they don't have confidence. So I would just say, if something looks and feels too good to be true, mm-hmm. there's a high That's probability good. it's going to be that, and yeah. you're probably better to and building the habits, grinding it out, going
3: level by level compared to
2: can I cut a corner here yeah. or there.
3: Yeah. And I think there's two things you all said. One is – and I'll build upon it is there's – to me, I, you look back, right, and you see this – and you see it even in school, right? Mm-hmm. You, in hindsight, you see how God wired certain people, certain connections, certain whatever that makes sense now. Right. Your, your career is the same way. You'll You'll have some – Zags back and forth that will lead lead you where God wants you to go or what His plan is for you. I also think there's a concept of of seasons, right? There's mm-hmm. there's I have different objectives and different seasons. When my uh, you know before we had kids, we uh, there was a season where I was willing to do some things and my boundaries changed. I didn't lose my values of who I was, but I we modified them when, right. when our kids were in school point. and. Shelley was teaching here at Prestonwood. Mm-hmm. I had moved into a, a you know a officer level role at Interstate and was involving more travel and Shelly and I kind of said, Okay, for this season, something has to give. Yeah. Either I have yeah. to not do this type of role or we have to free you up to where you could be more present with the kids. And mm-hmm. so that was we said, okay, for the season, here's what we're gonna mm-hmm. do. We're not exactly sure how, how we're gonna be able to pay for things, but we just have to trust and lead into that. And then that's one of the things that's really the per- personally before I was married and then when, when I'm now through my marriage of, hey, what what's what's the season look like? Yeah. Whether it's a ministry you're involved in, whether it's any of those things, I think it's real powerful to look yeah. that way.
2: Dan, you you asked a question to me one time about, you know, is there a, a level or a promotion that maybe you wouldn't go for? Mm-hmm. And you started talking about that, just like the trade-offs and the mm-hmm. boundaries and what's important at each season of life. So I, I very recently made a career change. I'm three weeks into a new job, and it's the most senior job I've ever had mm-hmm. and the role is a role that most a lot of people that I've observed in the role don't have great work-life balance which yep. is kind of a big you know phrase but I would say more, more importantly they either don't have good health they don't have good family health they don't have good spiritual health and they sacrifice a lot to make that specific role successful right. so for a long time in my career I wondered if I ever really wanted to get to this level that I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. And I was very cognizant of wanting to make sure that I got to a place where I was mature enough to know how to push back on people about what my boundaries are, about how to stand up for my values in the right Mm -hmm. way. And now I'm I'm really excited about taking on that responsibility. But I do think that you're going to hit a level where there's real trade-offs and there's seasons of your Mm -hmm. life that you need to be wise about what that what I that was, plays.
3: Always, it reminded me of when, one of the best people I ever worked for is a guy named Dennis Brown at Interstate. And he was right. I'd started Interstate. and I think I was helping coach Coulson's, one of Colson's baseball teams. Mm-hmm. I need to leave early. So I'm like two weeks into the job, and I need to leave <laughs> like at 3.30. Got to go. And, it, you know, my former employer, you know, if you're out the door before 7 o'clock, everyone's looking at you. So I was super aware. And I, I went and kind of apologized to Dennis, man. I'm so sorry. I'm new. Um, and I really – you know, need to show up and then you leave here around 3.30. He's like, do you really need to leave at 3.30? I'm like, well, probably 3.15 just so I'm not a little bit late but yeah, probably, and again, I'll, I'll work, I'll do whatever and it was so funny because he came by my office at 3.15 he's like, you got to go and I'm like, I know, I know and I'm, I'm working on stuff trying to knock out a few more things and he just sits down and kind of looks at me so I keep working for a while like, do you need anything? He's like, you need to go, and I'm like, I know, I will. Why that's don't awesome. you me, move my office? And he's, he said, here's the deal, Tyler. He said, I met Shelly. He'd met her the previous week, at an event. He said, I met Shelly last week. He said, if you're not out of here in five minutes, I'm going to call Shelly. I'm going to be <laughs> crystal clear that you are the reason you are here, not me. That's good. And wow. I was like, whoa, this whoa. worked much better when Take I could blame blame my failures as a dad and a husband <laughs> on my on my boss at work. Oh, like that's that the good. gig here. Don't <laughs> don't ruin that gig. What a great leader. But it was it was a great. It was yeah. a turning point for me of
4: hey what are the boundaries
3: that I need to yeah. set? Yeah, that's probably because I control that more than my mm-hmm. boss, more than my
4: situation. Yep. So, I think a question that we have to constantly be asking ourselves is at what cost. Mm. That's great. So, I'm all of us have talked about what we're, we're trying to accomplish in our careers, clearly highly motivated. Dan had recommended a book to me called A Life Well Spent, and in it it discusses it, it celebrates work and the responsibilities of work. Work is not a curse. We shouldn't frame it as a curse, but really, it's we are um, be obedient to God. And there's also sanctification that occurs through work mm-hmm. and incurring challenges and in overcoming it. So that's one thing that needs to be, to be shifted in in the way we think about work. That's I think a healthy way of of a of a mindset shift. But the other thing is is at what cost? So if you you have to understand. What are my values at this season in life? Because they do ebb and flow. Um, just got done with grad school. It was a massively intense year. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I was an absentee father, an absentee dad, or a, a husband. And it was like, but my wife and I were able to communicate through that season and constantly audit ourselves. And that's good. As that season's over, we're continuing to audit ourselves in terms of the relationship between work spiritual life and our our personal relationships with our kids with one another and then our friends but you have to constantly be checking it because i think that those that have been from a worldly standpoint hugely successful maybe professionally but their world's you know private lives have fallen apart mm-hmm. they didn't sign up for this thinking i want to have a transaction. I want to succeed professionally at the cost of my family. Right. I don't think they signed up for that. I think it's a slow trickle. The family definitely didn't. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So,
1: so even if you may or may not have signed up for it, right. I don't don't think the family signed up for it and said, you know, dad, as long as we're all in, you know, BMWs and, you know, the fanciest, whatever, you know, don't be a dad, don't be here. Don't be a good husband. Just give us stuff. I think nobody signs up for that. Nobody mm-hmm. wants it, and eventually, right? You realize that was not a good trade-off. Yeah, so that, that's
4: a that's it's a, a slow. Wise it's a slow creep, yep. and if you're not checking yourself, you're not getting outsiders' opinion, including your spouse, friends. Uh, I, I think it's. I mean, the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and if and you get a taste of the world, it tastes good. Yeah, and, and not, and not just get all
1: friends who are all pursuing the same thing, mm-hmm. right? But. Friends who
3: are grounded spiritually yeah. and can speak truth into your life as well. So that's a good word. It's it's helpful and I've seen people do it that has challenged me to do. It. It's like what are what are my values and what mm-hmm. do I want to spend my time on? I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna you know, I wanna be present for my family. I wanna, you know, be learning and growing. I, I have a an innovative, creative seed, so I have to feed that. I mm-hmm. have to figure that out, whether it's through my job or through a board position or through something else. So it's but the tighter you can get on that, then the easier it is to to do those audits, like mm-hmm. you said, to say, "Hey, am, am I is?" And you gotta purge quite often, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Of what are what are some things I need to let go of? And it's hard. I mean, it's hard to let go of. They're kind of good things, but they're also learning how you to say from, no to something. Yeah,
1: right. so you can say yes to something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. the
2: unexamined the unexamined life is one not worth living, yeah. Socrates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's good. Yeah,
3: have
2: a habit of, of self reflection is mm-hmm. super important.
1: Yep, That's great. What What about um, setbacks? Just real quick, right, last setbacks to move forward, right? Um, have you guys ever had any experiences in life that, like, you thought was a negative and it turned out to be a positive later on? <laughs> Tons. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, over and over again there were, you know, opportunities or levels or companies that I was like, man, I really wanted that. Yeah, uh, It was recently. There was a, a recent CEO opportunity, private equity thing that my wife and I were working through it was gonna create more travel and yeah. I wanted that. I was like, man, that'd be great. And that's kind of a, a career goal of mine. And I'm so thankful that God closed that door. Mm. Right. When mm. I just think back of this season, what's right for yeah. me right yeah. now with our family. And so I yeah, my I have a there's a, a wake behind me of, of things like that. Gotcha. Um so I think that's that's part of life. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah I I if we're from an example standpoint I could name one every single day for the last ten years. I mean, it's just it's just regular. But one of the big ones was for us. we were looking at buying a uh, restaurant franchise, mm-hmm. and we we're going to get the region of North Dallas, and we we're going to get four or five units here and there. And met with the CEO, flew up to Los Angeles, and had it all you know yep. s- basically yep. verbally agreed upon. I get home and the guy. CEO calls us Well, actually you know this isn't <laughs> it's not going to happen we're giving it to someone else and at the time it was devastating, devastating. it was yeah. just devastating uh-huh. i was like this was this is where the future's going yeah. and going yeah. 6 months later they went bankrupt yeah. and it was wow. like oh my goodness. because god showed mercy because they didn't get right. you that's right let them be a lesson well, to you. or <laughs> <there be> <laughs> more <laughs> so <laughs> of, like, <laughs> i think it's a, i think it's a more byproduct of looking uh, at a, oh, sure, sure. you know the ceo probably yeah. operated in, Humility in a, a very very shady unlawful <laughs> okay, way. And so, but anyways, I think when you when recognize that failure happens all the time yeah, yeah. and just because that's you that's fail, word. that's okay. You just wake up the next day and just keep going yeah. because it's going to happen. It's one of the concerns that I,
3: you know, I work, work, talk with my kids on is I, I, so much of society now is like, encourage, encourage, mm-hmm. encourage. And even, um, I love books like strength finder. Mm-hmm. I think are great. right? where you dive love into it. the positive, yep. the numerator, yep. the numerator all the time. Um, and as you have setbacks, I mean, I think what defines you or defines leaders is how do they how do they get back up? What does that look like? Yeah. Um, who? How do they learn and how do they adjust from that? So yeah. I, you learn more from those situations than you do from success. Yeah. I mean, hands down, I've learned. Yeah, more your from, character is both shown and
2: yeah. built in those times of adversity. Yeah. Amen. And, um, yeah.
1: yeah. Amen. Well, that was good for this one. We're going to move on to the next week uh, where we're going to talk about dealing with difficult people, and I know just you know looking at you three guys we're going to have some great stories so <laughs> thanks for your time
0: thank you for listening to training for manhood if you found the conversation to be valuable make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts also check out additional content on our website trainingformanhood.com that's training the number 4 manhood.com until next time in the words of king david be strong and show yourself a man